This is Boss Tone Radio, talk for guitar players, presented by BossUS.com. Welcome to the 22nd edition. Paul Hansen here. Today on the line, we've got someone I think is really interesting, John Gutwillig. John is the guitar player for the hypnotic, psychedelic, electronic, experimental jam band called the Disco Biscuits. If you haven't heard these guys, you should check them out. They're like a brand new kind of style. They're really gaining notoriety and popularity, and they're selling out shows wherever they go. I talked to John at his home in Philadelphia in between gigs, and that's coming up. But first, let's just check out some Disco Biscuits music. This is from their new album, Planet Anthem, and these are excerpts from a song called Concrete with a K. Here's the Disco Biscuits. Hey, John, you've been pretty busy lately, huh? Yes, sir. I researched you guys on the internet, and Disco Biscuits are selling out tons of shows. You guys have a huge following. How's that going? It's going great. It's going excellent. Love the way that it's moving, and we, uh, we're lucky to be in this position, I feel like, and we just want to keep, uh, keep the ball rolling forward, keep pushing the envelope and doing new things musically, and Hopefully that'll keep people coming. At your site, it looks like you guys are constantly doing gigs and touring. Um, I was looking at dates all the way through summer. You know, we like to get out there and play a lot, and um, we don't really like to go a couple of months without playing any shows. Um, it's easy to play shows. For instance, we just played shows this weekend. We played four shows, you know, and, um, and here I am home on a Wednesday, right back where I left off. <laughs> it's really no big deal. Disco Biscuits, you guys met at the University of Pennsylvania? Yes. Were you studying music while you were there? I did study music there, yes. Do you feel like you use that knowledge that you learn in college in uh, your current gig? Sure, definitely. More than the electrical engineering stuff, I'd say. (laughs) With all that equipment you run, you probably, the electrical engineering helps. It helps me figure out some of the rolling gear from time to time, yeah. (laughs) Did you grow up in Philadelphia? No, North Jersey. North Jersey. So, John, what age did you start playing guitar? I think um, when I was really young, six, seven, or something like that. But I really didn't get serious until maybe I was 11. Was guitar the first instrument that you picked up? 
That and alto saxophone. The alto saxophone, you probably, did you do that in school? Yes, I was in the marching band. What was your first guitar? It was a Kramer American. So that w- would have been, was that during the area the era that Eddie Van Halen was the Kramer in, endorser guy? I believe so, yeah. I believe it was during the Eddie Van Halen era. <laughs> I was a big fan of Eddie Van Halen. Really? It, uh, he, was a, he had a very large influence on all of the state of New Jersey in that era. I remember also there were New Jersey bands like Cinderella and Bon Jovi. Were those the bands that you grew up with? Yeah, definitely. In addition to those 80s guys, do you have other influences? Definitely Hendrix and Jimmy Page and Terry Garcia. Uh-huh. Trey Anastasio. Trey Anastasio from Fish. That would be like the main list right there, I think. You you mentioned Jerry Garcia. Huge influence. Your senior Boombox album was ranked one of the 10 best jam band records of all time. What exactly is a jam band? Well, what a jam band is has changed a lot over the couple of years that it's been around. Uh-huh. And um, it's basically a band that that does a lot of improv and generally plays rock and roll. That's all it is. You mentioned Jerry Garcia. I kind of visualize the original jam band maybe as being Grateful Dead. Is that kind of the way you guys see it, see that? Yeah, a lot, most people see it that way. However, the Grateful Dead sound is the Grateful Dead sound. The idea of jam band has sort of left the sound, which is it's hard for a lot of people to get. Um, it's like, how could you come from heavy metal? You know, it's like heavy metal not meaning heavy metal anymore. Jam band doesn't mean a particular kind of music. It just means it a, 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 more of a philosophical approach to a stage show is really what champion means. It means when you walk on stage, you walk on stage without a preset routine of what you're going to do. That's amazing to me. We're going to talk more about the Disco Biscuits concept of jamming, but here are a couple of excerpts from the Disco Biscuits' new album, Planet Anthem. This is from the song You and I. Let's get back to what we were talking about. John, you were describing what a jam band was, and you guys have songs that you play, but I've read that you do different versions or or different arrangements, and you have diff- separate names for the different arrangements, like inverted and... Well, a lot of times the song has a large jam section in the middle of it. So the jam section, you can jam into the jam section. The jam section's in the middle, and if you jam into the jam section, and then you take the jam section to its end, 
then you are at the end of the song. Uh-huh. And then when you get to the very end of the song, if you start the beginning of the song at the end of the song and then play the beginning of the song and then play back into the jam section, you've essentially started and ended the song in the jam instead of starting and ending the song at the proper start and end of the song. Does that make sense? Wow. <laughs> Um, in the jam section, do you have a certain pro- chord progression you follow? Or do you sometimes go off into completely different chords? A lot of jam bands follow chord progressions pretty routinely. And it was a very, it's a very 1990s development of jam bands was, okay, let's be a jam band, but let's keep the, the harmony. Uh-huh. And that's one of the things that really separated Fish from the rest of the jam bands was they were started messing around with the harmonies and pushing them around and moving them. Fish is P-H-I-S-H. Yeah, they, they started moving the harmonies around. You know, but I mean, the jazz guys, I mean, Miles Davis was doing this 40 years earlier. Uh-huh. So it, it wasn't some kind of rocket science. I mean, the Dead did a lot of open harmony stuff, but a lot of the jam bands in general would do what you're saying. They would stick in the harmonies. But, you know, like the Almond Brothers are a classic example of a band that kept the harmonies, but jam. So the guitar solos would be different every night, right. and, you know, maybe, like, the vibe of the guitar solos would be different, but generally the harmonic construction of the jam would be the same. Do we do that? No, we don't do that. But uh, a lot of bands have had a lot of success do that. We don't have any set harmonic uh-huh. instructions. In fact, we like to change the harmonies up. So if, if you guys are all playing an A, then... Obviously, you wouldn't go to B flat because that wouldn't sound good. But you go to something. B flat sounds great. Oh, really? Oh yeah, that's like it's like some Indian stuff right there. Yeah. Wow. Also, very useful in trance music. Extremely useful in jungle music. Wow. I understand what you're saying. A to uh-huh. B flat is an unusual set, but it, it uh-huh. does have it does have its uses. Do you make eye contact with the other guys in the band and yell out a key? Ever do you do that? I've seen bands do that. Some uh-huh. bands have done that with hand signals. For instance, Jamie Shields from the New Deal has a a set of hand signals where he can literally just move the whole band's key with one hand signal, which is actually quite amazing. Um, but we don't do that. We we do it all by ear. Like if we're an A, say we're playing like an A to D to G chord progression, you know, pretty uh-huh. standard one four seven. Okay. And we're doing some kind of jamming over it. If somebody brings in a B flat into that progression, everybody in the band immediately will react in some way or another. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, honestly, yeah. if the D will probably become minor immediately. Because the three chord in B flat. The G will probably become minor immediately. Maybe G would be the sixth so, chord. The A makes A major, actually. Uh-huh. Um, may go minor, depending on the vibe. Huh. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, what tempo you're at, what the drums are doing. But uh, at this point, we have a feel for it. You know, we have a feel for how to... Uh, flip everything around you guys have put in tons of hours of playing together i read you used to rehearse just countless hours and you've played so many gigs do you feel like you instinctively know what the other guys are going to do and vice versa yes yeah you do a little bit i mean to some degree there's a lot of random stuff that happens so there's moments where things go exactly as planned and then there's moments where things don't go anywhere near as planned and um Obviously, uh, it's just like you get both situations all night long because we do so much improv. It's really astonishing, I think. Um, you know, we're up there improv all night. At least half the show is improv. I don't think there's any band in the world that does as much improv as the disco biscuits. That's so amazing. It must be really fun 
you never know what's going to happen. Yep, part of that. Yeah, that must be a huge part of your popularity. Has MTV or radio followed you guys at all, or are you an underground kind of band? Well, we we generally have never made videos in the past. Uh huh. So we generally never really had a reason to, you know, have a relationship with MTV. Mm-hmm. But uh, recently, we've met some friends of ours who are actually video production guys, and we had a great time hanging out with them. And they've actually pitched us on some videos, and you know, so we figure, hey, if they want to make videos, we'll let them make videos. And they uh, they've done a great job. So we've actually gotten a video on MTV Two, yeah, which is basically the MTV that shows videos because normal MTV nowadays is is more of a reality TV channel. Yeah, cribs and all the like. Uh, yeah, which you know, yeah. it's just like you know, that's what it is. Yeah. So MTV put up MTV Two, which is more classic, like classic Coke or something. It's a classic MTV. <laughs> we won a contest, a like a vote for your favorite video contest with us and five other bands from around the world. Yeah. And people were voting around the world. And uh, we won this contest. There we have it. We have a, uh, you know, video on MTV2 now. And they've also, you know, pretty much said that they want our next video. So we should have two videos on MTV2 when the next video is done. You know, very rarely have jam bands ever had videos on MTV. I saw a YouTube video of you guys at Red Rocks um, in Denver, and there were these dancers on a platform behind you and these two odd-shaped, you know, kind of screens. I watch Star Trek. They look like they're from the original Star Trek series, the two screens. By the way, did those dancers tour with you, or was that just a one-time thing? Uh, That was a one-time thing. We don't usually tour with dancers, mm-hmm. although that was really fun, and oh, it looks everybody so cool. had a great time. Another thing I noticed is you guys have probably one of the most amazing light shows. Do you have a full-time guy who does that? Yes, full-time. He's been with us forever. His name's Johnny R. Good. He has been with the band for a long time, he knows the music as good as anybody. He has a, you know, an awesome lighting rig that he has full command of with a, with a giant lighting board console thing and yeah great wonderful job night in night out great great member of the team it looks amazing do you have maybe a special truck that just has the light show in it (laughs) pretty much yeah wow here's an excerpt from the disco biscuits at the red rocks concert we were just talking about this is a section at the end it's i think it's the jam section this is from mirrors This concludes the uh, first segment of my interview with John Gutwillig from the Disco Biscuits. Please stay tuned for the second segment. And in the second segment, we're going to talk to John all about his gear. And we'll find out more cool stuff about the Disco Biscuits. Thanks for listening to this 22nd edition of Boss Tone Radio. Of all the things that we might be, I know my love will be.